Amen. We thank God for the resurrection. We really do. Amen. Today, of course, is Easter. Today we celebrate and we are grateful and we are thankful that the grave could not hold our Savior. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus today. Thank God that he's alive and well. Thank God that we have hope today. Thank God that he is in this place ready to help us to believe and to trust. Oh, glory to the Lord God of heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus today. Amen, amen, amen. The Lord bless all of you. Let's worship the Lord in song. We're going to worship, hopefully, if the Lord will allow it, one song, and then we have a baby dedication excited about that. Sister Ayana and Brother Samuel and their baby daughter, we will be dedicating her today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Is she smiling back there? Do we? Okay, I see. See a smile back there. Yeah, there we go. Amen. Let's worship the Lord. Amen. Good to have all of you here today. Excited to be in church. I hope you are. I'm glad to be here. Amen.
Oh 
together to understand what the resurrection gave us an opportunity to be in the presence of God. Without it, we would have no hope at all. We would still be, every one of us, dead in our sins, going no place but a devil's hell. I want to say that again, a devil's hell. Hell was not created for you and I. I want you to hear that again and get it in your system. Hell was not created for you and I. It was created for the devil and those that followed Lucifer. But because of our sin, our lack of repentance, yielding and be obedient to the gospel, hell enlarged herself you don't have to go there you don't have to cause hell to grow one little inch you can make I can make it right today the water is ready for those that may not have been baptized in Jesus name God is willing and ready to receive you into himself and fill you with his spirit or renew you with his spirit. He's waiting on you and I to come with a broken and contrite heart and spirit in true repentance. Amen. You can return to your seats for just a moment. Gives me great pleasure. To dedicate Brother Samuel, Sister Ayana's daughter. If they would come and the family that's going to be standing with them would come, please. Those that may be taking pictures can get yourself in the right place as well. Amen. Children are a beautiful gift from God. No doubt. This baby dedication does not impart salvation. But it does acknowledge that the child is indeed from the Lord. And what we are going to do today is to dedicate this child, this family, this church body back unto the Lord with the responsibility of helping to raise Sila Grace in the ways of the Lord. It's all of our responsibility. Raising children, especially today, can be a little difficult. It can be frustrating. But there's still joy to be found. Especially when you put God first in your home. 
And you show the child that God is first in your life. What an example to lead them. And so as they're before us today, I remember on their, the first child that when they were sitting in there, they may not remember when the Lord spoke to me that they were going to have a baby. And now they have two. Who knows? They may have a third or a fourth. I don't know. I know that my daughter has four. And at times, they look for a way to escape them temporarily. But you see, it's Hannah. Came before the Lord with such a desire because she didn't have children, and she wanted a child. And the priest misunderstood her actions, and finally... It was revealed to her that she would have a child. And when Samuel was born, she dedicated Samuel for the rest of his life to God. And that's what we're here to do today. This is not something we just do to do. It's not something that... It's just a cute thing to do. This is important. Even though it does not impart salvation, it is a commitment. It is a vow. It is a promise. It is an acknowledgement. Parents, those of you that are here, grandparents, that you have dedicated your children, have you forgotten what you made a vow to God? I don't want to take away from this great occasion. But the Bible says it's better not to make a promise than to make one and not keep it. And so today I'm feeling led to use this beautiful opportunity to remind myself as a grandparent, my own daughter and son-in-law and all of you that have children and grandchildren, that we made a promise to God that we would raise our children in the example of the Word of God, in the example of truth. And we would help one another do the same. And so as we're doing this, as I'm sensing the Lord, this is a serious thing. This is not something we just do to do. God hearing our heart. I'm going to come down in just a moment. But Jesus himself said this, suffer the little children to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. He said this as well, if I do not become as a little child, I will in no wise enter into the kingdom of heaven. My heart has to be that of a child, quick to believe, quick to forgive, quick to trust. Now I'm going to ask the parents, the grandparents, and all of you that are around, cousins, aunts, uncles, is this your desire today to raise Sheila Grace in the way of the Lord? I know it is, but 
and I want you to hear yourself say, I will. Church, I'm asking you as well, will you help them in prayer and help them in encouragement? Also help them with your own life to give these children the right example. Amen. If we could stand as a church body, we're going to pray, and then I'm going to come down and lay my hands and ask for a blessing upon her. Healing as well. Bless her, Lord. Heavenly Father, we are grateful that we can come on Easter and dedicate this beautiful young lady. And God, we're asking that you would hear our heart as we acknowledge that you're the one that gave us her. And we are giving her back. And thank you for the time that we have her to raise her in the admonition and the ways of truth according to thy word. And God, we take it serious. We're going to remember this day. And the promise that we are making you and her. And we're going to strive not to let you or her down. And everyone said in Jesus' name. The congregation can be seated.
Amen. Praise the name of the Lord today. You guys are good. All right, the family can return to their seats, and we're going to worship the Lord. We get baby dedications from the Scripture because of Hannah as she dedicated Samuel unto the Lord. Jesus' own words. He loves children. And I want you to understand, no matter how old you are physically, you're still a child to him. You're still a child to him. God loves the little children. That includes me. Amen. Let's worship the Lord in song. You're welcome to come forward. Stay where we're at. Good to have our visitors today.
continue to worship the Lord in song. You can remain where you're at. You can be seated however you feel led to worship the Lord. You need prayer. You come at any time. We'll pray with you. But whatever you do today, please, whatever you do today, open to the Lord for you. You. For you. Because didn't die for another. Jesus died for you. It's not the one sitting next to you. It's you. Sing, daughter.
of the people of the name. I'm glad I've been baptized in the name. I'm glad I understand the revelation of the name. I'm glad that I took on. I don't know about you, but every one of us here was either a son or a daughter and still is. And you had to take on the name of your father. And I'm glad I'm a child of God. Why? Because I repented of my sins and I took on the name of my father through baptism for I was buried with him. And when I came out of the water, I was risen with him. Oh, hallelujah. I went down in my own name. But when I came up, because the name of Jesus was invoked over me, when I was in a watery grave, dead to sin, when I came out to newness of life, I had a new name. And that name was Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. I'm going to stay here for a while. Many of you may have forgotten or you don't know that Jesus is the surname, the family name, the saving name of Almighty God. You're going to be part of God's family. you got to take his name. I love the name of Jesus. You know what? You can pray in your name all you want to. You can try to cast devils out in your name. You can try to heal yourself in your name. And you won't do a thing. But when you begin to call on the name of Jesus in faith, things begin to happen. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Amen. Can you put your hands together? If you love the name of Jesus, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. I'm not through with that yet. I can sense it. She's going to have a son. She's a virgin, but she's going to have a son. There would be no resurrection without having a son. But the angel was very specific. Thou shalt call his name. What's that? Jesus. Thou shalt call his name. Jesus. Not Joseph. Jesus. Not John. Jesus. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, but he didn't stop there. For he shall save his people, people. not his daddy's people, but his people from their sin. Oh, hallelujah, glory to God. When the exorcists, the Jews, the vagabonds were trying to cast out the devil, The devil said, listen, I don't know who you are. Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? I promise you right now, the devil knows who I am. Because I'm a believer in the name. I am a people of the name. I do all in the name. I'm a preacher of the name. Oh, I hold fast to the name. 
I know it's Easter, but I'm going to go a little farther. Father is not a name. Son is not a name. Holy Ghost is not a name. The name of all three of those manifestations is Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. That is the truth. Ain't no sense in sugarcoating it. The name of the Father is Jesus. Jesus said, I've come in my Father's name. I've manifested your name unto them. I've kept them in thy name. We already know the name of the Son, right? Algebra tells you if you know one answer to an equation that you're looking for, N, which is the name, if you know one, the other three, other two, got to be it. You, you understand? Simple math. And he said this, the comforter is going to come in my name. Oh, come on, folks. I'm a Jesus name believer. I'm a Jesus name shouter. I'm a Jesus name dancer. I'm a Jesus name runner. I'm a Jesus name holy roller. Oh, my God of heaven, I love the name of Jesus. What better day to emphasize the name than on Easter is the name of Jesus. Let me sing unto the Lord.
Turn to your seats this morning. We are going to have power hour today. Sister Elena is going to be gracious and kind enough to handle that in the educational building. I think the ages are four to eight. Four to eight. Four to eight. She's going to meet you in the foyer if you want to take an advantage of that. So children, four to eight, power hour. Amen. So good to see all of you today. Remember, no service this evening. No service this evening. We have several more announcements, but I'm going to wait until Wednesday to begin them again. As you know, we have some things coming up in June, and the deadline for T-shirts is this coming, not today, but this coming Sunday. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God. Is there any other announcements that need to be made today? Yes. You're welcome. Okay, thank you. Amen. Amen. I preach about a lot of things, and sometimes his name gets involved. And I don't want to give him any credit, though, because he's nothing but a worm. Amen. Amen. We're going to receive any tithes and offerings that you may have. Brother Phillips is going to receive those. If you're not able to come but you want to give, just get his attention. He'll come to where you're at. We're going to sing another song. Look at one another with a smile and wave if you'd like and greet one another.
powerful name. What a powerful name it is. Oh, yes. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. Nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together. Magnify the King of glory. What a beautiful, powerful name it is. Ensemble can be seated. Thank you for worshiping the Lord today. We're going to let them get seated. My wife will be sending out a text to all of the ladies, to them and their daughters. She's going to coordinate a time for you to come out to our home in Holland to have a fellowship. She will get with you. She'll send a text out to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Beautiful, beautiful service thus far. The last song that we were singing, I, I saw it one time. I think some of the words there, it even had something about separating us. And so uh, I appreciate my daughter's sensitivity because I'm going to be preaching along those lines. I'm going to be reading over in Psalms 22, two verses of scripture there. May the Lord help me today as any time I endeavor to preach the word of the Lord. I'm going to be reading verse 1 and then going down to verse 22. Psalms 22, verse 1 and 22. This particular song, or excuse me, Psalms, is basically prophesying of the crucifixion and what Jesus would go through. The first verse here, he says, My God... My God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? And then in verse number 22, it says, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> I'd like to try to leave this simple thought with you. Who can separate us? That's why I like that song so much. Who can separate us? The Lord began to deal with me this morning as I was reviewing and going over some things. He showed me something. And I'm glad that he did. I'm believing it will help me in the days ahead, and I hope that it will help you. In verse 1, when he says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It wasn't necessarily that God forsook him. It's kind of like us when we get in a bind or a pickle or we get some situations going on and we're crying to God. And we wonder, where are you? Are you going to help us? Are you going to deliver us? 
and nothing really happens, and we wonder, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He didn't forsake Jesus. He just wasn't going to bring him down from the cross. Stay with me for a moment, please. From verse 1 to verse 21, we have a journey of the crucifixion that you can also read in Matthew 22 and throughout the Gospels. In verse 2, darkness came over the earth from the sixth hour to the ninth hour. So he was crying in the daytime and in the night, God save me from this. God heard every word, but that wasn't the plan. And then in verse 3, he said, holy are thou that dwelleth between the cherubims. That's okay, evangelist. I'm just paraphrasing here with this. I want them to understand that this man, Christ Jesus, was on the cross, experiencing cruel and agony, pain. Death was intimate. His faithful forsaken. They left. Only the beloved was there. And so, I want you to get a picture of this because I'm going to relate this, if I can, to my life and to your life. I'm going to turn this down just a little bit. In verse number 7, they mocked him. Verse 8, they said, let's see if the God you serve is able to bring you down from this cross. One thief was basically cursing him. And the other one was saying, hey, don't you fear God? We are guilty, but this man is innocent. Even on the cross, in the midst of his agony, he told that thief, today you will be with me in, in, not heaven. Remember, the word is specific. Verse 16, they pierced his hands and feet, and later he would tell his disciples, don't be Disbelieving, look at these prints in my hands and my feet. And to Thomas he even said, touch me. And then verse 18, as he was taking his last breath, drinking vinegar mixed with gall to quench his thirst. You can find that in chapter 22. The soldiers were gambling for his coat as he was on the cross. Looking out at all of those, even those very gamblers, asking his father to have mercy. And then in verse 22, he begins to say something in our humanity that's strange. He's going through all of this. He's saying, God, have you forgotten me? Where are you? I can't find you. I'm calling. You're not helping me. You're leaving me here in this situation, in this pain, in this agony. And then he begins to praise God. Wow. 
He was just as human as you and I without sin and without a natural father. He felt every agony of pain. He did not want to die as evident in the garden. The cup that he was taking was heavy duty. And in his humanity of God that was always listening, always meeting his every need, always helping him, all of a sudden stood by and watched him die. I don't know about you, but I've been in places in my time where I hate to tell you this. I hate to be human. God, where are you? Why are you leaving me in this? Why is this not leaving me? Why is this not departing from me? I wonder if I take the same approach as the Lord. I finally get to verse 22 and begin to say, yet will I praise thee. I think some of us never get to verse 22. We're hung up on verse 1. Where are you, God? I thought that when I became a Christian, you would just be Johnny on the spot for anything I needed, any request I had, boom, I would get it. But you're just standing by, watching me go through this. There is a lesson here that I think some of us have not fully grasped. In Psalms 22 and 22, it says, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. Wow. Here he was about to take his last breath, blood flowing from his body. He was in such agony. He was so thirsty. Very few people that he loved and helped were there. Yet he said, I will praise thee in the midst of the congregation. Psalms 32 and 7. Listen to this psalm. Thou art my hiding place. Thou art my hiding place. I wonder what the man Christ Jesus was thinking. God, it doesn't appear that I'm hid. They're mocking me. They're cursing me. They're waiting to see if I can come down from here. They're even gambling for what little I had. How come you're not hiding me? I'm just being me, okay? Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Wait a minute. I'm in trouble here, God. Go ahead. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. Woo! you got to understand. He was in the most devastating period of his short life. It was as bad as bad could get. I know that every time we get in bad, we think that's as bad as bad. 
and then we somehow get through it, and then we have something worse come upon us. But for him, that was bad as bad could get. And he, thou shalt compass me. With songs of deliverance. God, I hadn't heard them. Lord, when I'm in the darkness, I don't hear it. Maybe because I hadn't got to verse 22. Maybe because I'm not making melody in my heart. Maybe because I'm not praising the Lord in the midst of my darkness and my calamity. In the midst of the congregation. Who shall separate? I'm going to make it more personal. Me. I can't wait to get there. Wow. Compassionate. If I go over here, there's a song. If I go over here, there's a song. If I go over here, there's a song. Of what? Deliverance. Not just, you know. Deliverance. Not Caleb. <laughs> Deliverance. <laughs> Love will no. never deliver you, friend. No. <laughs> I would go a little further with CW and other things that you pop and other things. B&B. It isn't going to deliver you. It just soothes the flesh. But the Spirit is saying, I'm looking for a song. I'm looking for a song. That ain't it. I don't care if it's been number one for ten weeks. It's not... Number one to my spirit, uh, I'm looking for a song uh, of deliverance. I, I, I don't know about you, but I need a song uh, ever in my heart. I need a song uh, that'll help me through the midnight hour. I need a song uh, so that I can understand. I may be still carrying a cross, but I can praise him if I get to verse 22 in the midst of the congregation. It's Easter. Psalms 22 is about Easter. Acts 17 and 3 says. Opening and alleging. Opening and alleging. That Christ must needs have suffered. Wait a minute. What about hiding? Songs of deliverance. The Apostle Paul, what's going on here? The Acts of the Apostles, what's happening? Opening, that was his opening statement as he was preaching on the Sabbath in the synagogue. That was his opening statement. Wow. That Christ. That Christ must need to. He had, he had, he had to suffer. And risen again for And the he dead. had to be risen again. And that this Jesus. This Jesus. Whom I preach unto you. This Jesus that had songs of deliverance even when he hung on the cross. The angels were waiting to receive him on that third day. When he arose, there was two angels side by side the tomb to let them know he's not here. He's, oh my God of heaven. Jesus may not have heard it. He may not have given reference to it. But the songs were going forth. Oh my God of heaven. And that this Jesus, whom I preach unto you, this, this Jesus is Christ. Not another Jesus. That's right. It's Christ. That this Jesus is. It's Christ. Is. It's Christ. The Messiah. 
Amen. is the one, the Holy One of God. Amen. He must suffer. Yes. If he doesn't suffer, he can't be risen. is the one I'm preaching to you today. I'm preaching to you about a man, the Son of God. I'm talking about his humanity, okay? Come on. I'm talking about one that came and freely went to the cross even though he knew he was going to experience and go through an awful period of just a few moments, uh, give up the ghost and die, go to the very pit of hell, take back the keys uh, so that we might have what? Free of suffering. Well, he said, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. We think abundant life is free from problems. Okay, you farmers. You're going to go out and pick from the shelves all your produce. You didn't understand that that farmer had to do a lot of things to keep the trouble from eating up their fruit. You're just getting it after it's resurrected. You're not getting it when it struggles to get out of the ground. You're... You're not getting it when it's trying to take root against the wind and the rain that's going to come. Oh, as it begins to go forward in the hot summer days, looking for a cloud that may come over and rain on. You're not seeing that. All you're seeing is the resurrection. You don't even think about it. Boy, that tomato sure looks good. I can't wait to eat it. Not a blemish. Now, if, if you're like me, if you're a good farmer, you're, you're not going to get you a tomato that's, that's all wrinkled and you're going to leave it on the shelf. Cucumbers, you're going to feel the ends to be sure they're not soft already. Don't you get hungry yet. Isn't it nice how they have it all washed? Thank you. I'm glad somebody's with me today. They got it all washed and prepared. All the dirt is away from it. They got it packaged real nice. Romans 8, 31 through 39, what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who, can who be against us? or what can be against us? Mm-hmm. He that spared not his own son, mm-hmm. but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with, with him, him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything? 
to the charge of God elect. Amen. It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather that he is risen again. Amen. Thank you, I know where I'm going. You don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then it says, who is even at the right hand of God who maketh intercession for us. We're going to slow down now because I'm getting to it. I'm getting uh-huh. to it. I'm getting, uh, you, you, you ain't got it yet, but mm-hmm. you're going to get it. You're going to yes. get it. You're going to get it. You, 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 I said you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Who shall separate us? From the- oh, don't you go there yet. Okay. Okay, you say it real loud. Who shall? Who shall? Not trials. Not tribulation. Not pain. Not agony. Who shall? Even a person. Nuh-uh. Even a situation. Even if they talk about me on Facebook. Who shall? Uh, uh, come on now. See, I'm growing. I'm planted. You know, I'm fighting away bugs and insects and all kind of things, waiting for a little rain from time to time. I, I, I'm trying to produce some fruit. fruit. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And yeah. So what shall, who shall uh-huh. separate? Come on, separate. Uh-huh. Separate. Separate. Uh-huh. Separate us. I can't wait. See, we just read this as the love of God, right? We just read it. Who shall separate us from the love of God? You know what God showed me? You know what God showed me? Who shall separate me from the resurrection? All right. Greater love hath no man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friends. You're not taking it. I'm laying it down that I might take it again. You've got to read this and understand that God freely... Freely because of the love of God. He freely gave his son over. And he. Who shall separate me from the resurrection? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you read it this way. When you read it this way. It gives me hope to endure and run the race. When you read it that. Not that pain. Not that person. Not that lie. Not even that truth. I can repent. Because I'm headed, I'm not headed for a condo. I'm not headed for a train ride. I know that people preach about the good old gospel ship. I'm not headed for a ship. I'm not headed for an airplane. I'm headed for a transformation. You plant that seed. It doesn't know what it's going to be yet. It starts coming up out of the ground. You don't know what the fruit's going to be. It continues to press upwards. It continues to go upwards. It continues to endure. Weeds all around growing up faster than you can pull them out. Situations in your life. What can separate me from the resurrection? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shall tribulation? It won't separate me from the resurrection honey if you're not looking for the resurrection if you're not living for God for the resurrection you need to change your parameters if you're living for God just so that you are free from hurt and pain and sickness and disease you got it all wrong or distress wait a minute y'all are looking at me puzzled Jesus himself said in this life Yes. In this life, yes. you shall have trials and tribulation. But he said what? Be of good cheer. For 
I have overcome. I have overcome. He didn't yeah. overcome it uh, during life. He didn't overcome it yeah. at the cross. He overcame it at the resurrection. On that early third morning, when death let go, he came up. He said goodbye trials, uh, goodbye tribulation, goodbye pain, uh, goodbye rejection. You can keep my coat. I got a new gown, tailor-made, and I wasn't gambling for it. Or persecution, or famine. I'm so hungry for a word today. Preacher, preach to me. I'm so hungry. This is not really what I wanted. Well, you know what? Get used to it. Because uh-huh. I, don't, I don't prepare the menu. Uh-huh. And if you're going to sit at the master's table, you're going to eat what he puts out. Or Famine or nakedness. I just couldn't buy that suit. I just didn't have the capital. But I prayed God give it to me. Mm-hmm. And it's still not in my closet. Or peril. peril, or what? Or sword. Or what? Or sword. AK-47, 9 millimeter. Mm-hmm. Is there any more there? I think there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any more? As it is written. As it is written for thy sake. We are killed all the day long. I'm already dead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, you didn't get it. I'm already dead to self that I might live for Christ. You've got to get that mentality. I'm already a dead man walking. Oh, I'm looking for something better. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Oh, come on. Nay, in all these things. What? In all these things. Let him come. Let the devil throw his best shot. Say whatever lie you want to say about me and my family. Reject whatever I'm saying. Hey, it doesn't matter anymore because I'm more than a conqueror. Yes, through him that loves us. Through him that The love of God doesn't do me a bit of good if he was still in the grave. Thank Thank you, Jesus. I'm a conqueror because of the resurrection. For I am persuaded. No what? Yes, I am. I am. Persuaded. I'm convinced. Mm -hmm. I am convicted. I live like it. I dress like it. I talk like it. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities. Neither death. Nor life. (laughs) That's right. Nor life. Nor angels, uh-huh. nor principalities. No government, no, mm-hmm. no law, right. no tax, yeah. no padlock, mm-hmm. no quarantine. Amen. Nor powers, uh-huh. nor things present, things, nor things wait, wait, to wait, come. Wait, wait. Things happening right now. Things happening right now. Or things going to happen. Mm-hmm. If it ain't happening now, it's going to happen. Right. Nor things to come, nor height. 
nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able shall be able to separate us from the resurrection because of the love of God, which is in what? The Christ man Jesus. Christ Jesus. Our he Lord. said, because I live, because I live, not just because I suffered, not just because I died, not just because I shed my blood, but because I live, you shall live also. Stand to your feet. Daughter, come on. The lesson, the application of this message is this. Quit, stop expecting God to deliver you from your cross. If I don't suffer with him, I cannot reign with him. I am not buried with him. I cannot be risen with him. Stop it. You can pray. God may be merciful. But if he's not, you better get to verse 22. Because we're headed to a better resurrection. He was the first fruit. Everybody else. In their order. This has changed me, and I hope I retain it. That sometimes we pray so hard, and when God doesn't answer, where are you? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with my faith? What's, what's wrong? I can't touch you. I still got this problem. I still got this sickness. I still got this situation. I still have these people attacking me. I still have this. Don't you understand that the prayer Jesus made, the deliverance, was not from the cross. It was from the grave. Did anybody get this? God did hear him, and God did deliver him. But it wasn't from the cross. It was from the grave. For this corruption must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruption shall put on him corruption, and this mortal shall put on immortality. Then, then, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death. Where is thy sting? Not cross. Oh, death. Not trial. Not tribulation. Not sickness. Oh, death. Not persecution. Oh, death, where oh, is thy death. sting? Where is thy where sting? Where is that sting? Because every human being born has a fear of dying. Yeah. Oh, death, where, where is, thy, is thy sting? The strength, excuse me, oh, grave, where is thy victory? Hallelujah. The sting of death is sin. And the strength of the law is strength of sin. sin. Is the law. But thanks be to God. Which giveth us the victory. That gives us a resurrection. Mm -hmm. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore. My beloved brethren. Be steadfast. Not because I may have to carry a cross. Or go through some things that are very unpleasant. Mm -hmm. That are very hurtful. That are very painful. Mm -hmm. 
Therefore, my beloved brethren, my beloved brethren, because I'm looking for a resurrection. I'm looking for a resurrection. Be ye steadfast. Steadfast. Unmovable. Unmovable. Always abounding. Always abounding. In the work of the Lord. In the what? In the work of the Lord. In the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Growing up in the midst of weeds is not in vain. A bug eating here and a bug eating there is not in vain. Whether I produce 30, 60, or 100, my desire is to produce, to stand. Because one day the master is going to reach down and harvest. And he's taking that which may be scarred, transforming it to make it without blemish, wrinkle, or such like. Do what you feel led today. The altar's open. Sing, daughter. Who can separate us from the resurrection? Only your unbelief, your doubt, and your lack of repentance.
come to receive communion today this is very serious you've had all service and you'll have this moment an opportunity to be sure your heart is right with God it's not something to enter into haphazardly lightly this is serious the Bible says many have gotten sick and even died because they took it improperly it is something that you need to be sure you're ready to do Amen. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 11, For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was portrayed, took bread. For those of you that you're sure you're ready, you say, Pastor, you're really making this serious. It is serious. It's not something just to do every Sunday. Amen. We're going to have the bread come by. If you're ready, you may take one piece very carefully, please. Or it will be handed to you, one of the two. Do not eat it. Do not eat it. Daughter, play something softly, please. Parents, it's really up to you about your children. Do not eat this yet, please. Easter. Yes, it's about the resurrection, but let's don't forget the journey. Let's don't forget the journey. If we could have someone else helping so we can get through this and maintain the presence of the Lord. Do we have another bowl? Keep your hearts and your mind on the Lord, please. We have plenty of time. There's no service tonight. We have plenty of time. Brother Hillman, don't forget these brethren up here in the front. I really appreciate what God did for me today and giving me an understanding of what my deliverance really is. Remember, those of you that are filled with the Holy Ghost, it's just an earnest. The best is yet to come. Hopefully everyone has one that is going to partake. 
Verse 24, it says, And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. What I'd like for you to do before you put this in your mouth is understand this is a representation of what Christ went through for us. What he endured, such contradiction of sinners against himself. A righteous man. A holy man. No sin, no guile found in his mouth. So break it. Remember. Remember. He allowed them to do this for you. You may eat. Let's give the Lord thanks right now for it. Lord God of heaven, we thank you, we praise you, we magnify you. Lord, we lift you up. We exalt thee. We thank you, God. For Calvary, we thank you, Lord. For what you did for us, we thank you, God. Let's just take a moment. I want to take a moment. I want to thank him so very much for what he went through for me. What he endured for me. The pain, the agony. Yielding his body to be beaten, ridiculed and mocked, spit upon for me. Praise his name. Praise his name. After the same manner also he took the cup. Do not drink it, please. Do not drink it and be careful with it, please. This cup that you're about to receive represents the precious atoning blood that was shed our sins. of the resurrection power of the resurrection who or what can separate us from that glorious day. Look at your situations differently, please. Your heartaches and your hardships, look at it differently. God hasn't forsaken you. The deliverance is yet to come. And there will be times he will 
help you through things, and he will remove things. But there will be times he will not. Let's give thanks for this if we can. It's important. Without the blood, there is no remission of sin, none. God, we thank you so much for allowing your son to stay on that cross, the man, the humanity, Christ Jesus, to shed that blood on Golgotha's heel over 2,000 years ago that's still as powerful as it ever has been and ever will be. Oh, Lord God of heaven, we thank you. Today, God, we take it serious. Today, God, we are truly, truly thankful and grateful for the things that you have freely done for us because of the love that you have for you towards us, oh God. Lord God of heaven, now bless each and every one of us as we partake. As you partake it, and I tell you to drink, understand what you're doing. In remembrance, in remembrance of Jesus on the cross, you may drink. Lord God, we thank you and praise you and magnify you today. Lord, we thank you for this privilege and this opportunity in remembrance of you, what you have done for us. Oh, Lord God of heaven, I'm looking for that day. I'm pressing towards that day. I've got an appointment with that day. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's songs, even though I don't hear them, of deliverance are all around me. Pressing me on. Pushing me on. Getting my eyes off of my present situation. Looking towards that blessed hope. That glorious day. Yet to come. Thank you, Lord. The Lord bless all of you today. Stay as long as you would like. Daughter, continue to pray.